we were talking, I stepped away for just a moment. And when I came back, um, she had completely forgotten who I was. These are the words of Brianna, who graciously shared with us a memory she had years ago with her grandma, Zelma. Grandma Zelma had Alzheimer's. And whether you have a loved one who has Alzheimer's or maybe you're just curious, stay tuned for today's episode. I want to give you a peek into Brianna Moss's story. Hi, I'm Isabel Tom, and this is the Value of Wrinkles podcast. Whatever age you're at or consider yourself to be, maybe that's young, youngish, midlife, older, or maybe you just call yourself old. There's value that you bring to this world. Let's explore how to love the older generation and ourselves more. In our society, I think that we shy away from older adults particularly the ones who are more frail, and especially the ones who have memory loss. We don't know what to expect. We don't really know what's going on sometimes. Well, that's the power of knowledge. And while I've never loved textbooks or sitting in school, I am now a firm believer in knowledge and education. One of the reasons that I came to love and enjoy working in the senior care field is because I would learn something and it helped me understand and gain a new perspective. It was like the more I learned about a person's situation, a certain disease, or the aging process, or even how to care for them, the more I came to understand someone else and my eyes were opened to another world. I mean, the number of times that I went to work and was wowed by the things that I learned. The number of times that I have said, I had no idea. One thing that I really knew nothing about when I first started working professionally with older adults was Alzheimer's. Now I lived with my grandparents for over 20 years, but they were super healthy and praise God, they never had Alzheimer's disease. So there's so much to learn about Alzheimer's, the facts, and then more importantly, how to care for someone who has Alzheimer's. But this is not a lecture by any means. In fact, today I really just want you to meet Brianna. When Brianna and I met, It was first through LinkedIn and then virtually for a meeting, and within a second, we became fast friends. We both have a passion for serving the older adult population professionally, and while grandparents and grandmas particularly, I think, have a special place in our heart. Brianna is 28 and a person of many interests. I asked her to tell us her loves, what she enjoys, and even a fun fact, she shared with me what her favorite product was, which is an air fryer, but you are going to love meeting her and hearing about her journey, about how she went from studying biology to gerontology. Here, friends, is Brianna. My name is Brianna Moss. I'm 28 years old. I love spending time with my family and friends. I really enjoy being outside. I love to travel, and I, I just love to try new things, new food, visiting new places, new experiences. A product that I love right now is my air fryer. I use it just about every day, and if not every day, every week. It's just one of my favorite, favorite things right now. I have come across so many really special older adults in my life and in my career. 
Um, I have been in the aging services field pretty much since I graduated from college back in 2014. Someone who really helped me realize that I had an interest in this field would be my grandmother, Zelma. And my grandmother, Zelma, pretty much was living with Alzheimer's all of the time that I knew her. Um, she lived in Texas, and we lived in New Jersey, so we had a long-distance relationship. But we talked on the phone as often as we could. But I remember one of the last times I saw her, she came to a family gathering, and I was really excited to see her because it had been years. Um, and at the time, I was a junior in high school, so I was really excited to tell her um, all about my classes. Um, I was looking into colleges that I would potentially apply to, so telling her all about that and at the time, I was thinking about um, becoming a pediatrician, and she had been a nurse for most of her working life, so she was able to give me a lot of great advice. Um, she really regarded education and school highly, so she was really excited that I was even thinking about going to college. So we just had a really great um, conversation, and I'll never forget that. But I remember as we were talking, I stepped away for just a moment, and when I came back, um, she had completely forgotten who I was. And I have to say at that moment, I was definitely taken aback, but I had to quickly remember that this is a part of the disease that she's living with. So about a year later, I did go off to college, um, majoring in biology. And that for, uh, first year of college, second semester, is when my grandmother Zelma passed away. And at that time, I just began to reflect on the very last conversation I had with her. And it just made me think, you know, I would love to learn more about Alzheimer's disease, aging-related diseases, and, and the aging process in general. And luckily, my college had a gerontology program, so I was able to take a gerontology 101 class the very next semester. And that class was pretty much life-changing. I remember sitting in the class and, re and really thinking to myself that I felt like it was my passion that this field is where I would like to be. So the next semester, I changed my major to gerontology and graduated with a degree in gerontology and health, health science. Um, and then one of my first jobs right out of college was working in property management for an affordable housing community for older adults. That's where I met so many really, really special older adults who's had a huge impact on my life and who I still think about um, pretty often. And while I was working at that community, I was able to go back to school and receive my master's degree from the UMBC Erickson School of Aging Services. And that was a really, truly invaluable experience. It was an incredible program. I met some really amazing people who shared my passion in the field of aging services. And I was just able to learn so, so much from them. My paternal grandmother, Vivian, um, she would always tell me, you know, no matter what you do, continue to learn. No matter how old you get, continue learning. And I'm so appreciative that I had both of my grandmothers in my life. I'm appreciative to both of them for encouraging me to do what I love. And if it weren't for them, I may have never discovered the passion that I have for the field of aging services. And for that, I am eternally grateful. I always get super giddy when I meet someone who has a passion similar to mine, and especially if they have a passion for serving older adults, because 
that is kind of unique and different for someone our age. I always love hearing the story of how they got to that point of realizing that passion. Stop and think for a second how hard that might be to have a conversation and a great conversation with someone you love only to come back to realize that they'd completely forgotten the conversation or maybe your name. I haven't experienced this more than like at work, but I know and I've heard so many stories of families and especially spouses who are caring for a loved one with Alzheimer's. It really seems, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that is one of the hardest roads to walk down, to watch Alzheimer's disease kind of like take away from your relationship and take away quality of life for the person with Alzheimer's. So this story really just brought me so much joy because truthfully, Brianna was only in high school when she had this interaction with her grandma Zelma. And I'm just blessed that she had the opportunity to learn more. And from that, it drew her to the aging services field. I remember being shaken, almost like Brianna, when I was working in my early 20s at the fitness center at a local retirement community. There was this name, there's this man, I think his name was Ernie, from what I remember. And he came in fairly regularly to the fitness center to exercise. He would walk directly to the exercise bike. And in my job, I did a lot of socializing. I walked around, just talked to the residents who came to exercise. I remember chatting with him once, um, only to find out that his wife didn't live with him. She was alive, but she didn't live with him. In fact, she had Alzheimer's, and he shared that she lived in a different community as him. He had to drive to go visit her, which he did regularly. But then he mentioned it, and that's where I was pretty shaken. He told me that she didn't always remember who he was. Man, I don't want to bore you with facts, but I do want you to go away from today's podcast learning something. So number one... I want you to know that Alzheimer's is not a normal part of aging. It is not forgetfulness, but it is a disease that eats away at a person's brain. According to the Alzheimer's Association, they say that Alzheimer's disease is a brain disease that causes problems with memory, thinking, and behavior. And that can change a lot, both for the person who's caring for them, their family, and for their own well-being. It is tough. While we often think that grieving happens when someone physically dies, it's really worth noting and understanding that when you know someone, uh, when someone you know gets Alzheimer's, the spouse, the family members can experience a lot of grieving along the course of the disease. This is a disease where the decline spans over a long period of time. You don't get diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease and then die a year later. It can be four to eight years. It can sometimes be longer than that. And that means um, it's slow and painful to watch. It's slow and painful as someone declines. And oftentimes it's most painful and tough for the family members. Well, here's the rest of the story. I want to give a huge shout out today to Brianna and just thank her for sharing her story. So after she got her bachelor's in gerontology, which is like the study of aging, um, and maybe that's not like the official definition, I should look it up, but she went on to 
um, work a little bit, and she was able to get her Master's of Aging Services at the Erickson School of Aging, which I love. I actually really, really, really wanted to be able to go there, but it just didn't work out. But they have a great program for people who are interested in serving the older adult population. So today, she currently works for Leading Age, and that's a if you work in the senior care field, then you have heard of Leading Age. It's a nonprofit aging services association that represents and provides resources and support to thousands of aging services providers. She works on education and program, which is another reason why I like her, because that's what I did in one of my last jobs. I hope today's episode just gave you a greater understanding of what family members go through, spouses, um, as they kind of grieve the losses that come with um, having a loved one with Alzheimer's disease. So I'm going to add a lot of links to the show notes or the description of this podcast so that you can learn more if you want to, Um, both the Alzheimer's Association uh, website, but then also maybe one or two books that I think would interest you. So I don't mean to be abrupt, but I am recording this final part of the episode, not simply under a blanket, which yeah, I'm still doing that. But um, this time I'm literally in my bed under sheets because we're on vacation and I just wanted to make sure I got this episode out. So it's Yes, even more pitiful this time, but because I'm dedicated to providing great content and another episode to you. So stay tuned. I hope you stay with me and join me for the next episode um, where I continue the series on the five love languages. And I also have some guests from the Winter Growth Adult Daycare Center where they're sharing some thoughts. Um, to just add some more flavor and fun to my podcast. So see you next time and thanks for joining me today.